Good morning, everyone. Uh, this is the maiden voyage of the Rainbow Way podcast. Um, my name is Case. I am going to be the host of this podcast. I'm currently recording here in the uh, Mount Shasta Trinity National Forest. You'll be hearing birds in the background and wind in the trees. It's a beautiful day, and I'm happy to be able to share it with you all and to be starting this podcast. So what is the Rainbow Way podcast? The Rainbow Way podcast is going to be about the highly individual nature of the spiritual path. Each person is on a unique journey. Each person has a unique path. We've entered into the age of Aquarius. um, And in the age of Aquarius, uniqueness is something that will flourish. With more uniqueness, we will have more abundance and more community, actually. So the more individuated that each of us are, the more connected that we can feel. And this is kind of a paradox, but it's sort of part of the age of Aquarius. And so the Rainbow Way is about embracing each person's uniqueness and encouraging each person to actually create their own spiritual path. And we can use the wisdom from the traditions that exist and from the people that came before us as inspiration. We don't have to follow things dogmatically. We don't have to follow a religion dogmatically. We don't have to follow anyone else's way of being dogmatically. The idea is to, not, is to generate less harm, of course, but we need to be able to trust in our own selves and to come to realize our own divinity within. As such, this, con- this podcast is going to be uh, one part sharing my own journey and one part sharing wisdom from other traditions, uh, from various traditions that have existed throughout the world, um, and sharing ways in which I've synthesized different parts of those traditions and encouraging you to do the same. Um, so this, con- this podcast is really about uh, the evolution of consciousness through form. And uh, as there is a greater level of uniqueness, uh, there is a greater a level of expression of our own divinity and source consciousness. If we look uh, through the world at the beings that have, you know, achieved these higher states, be it uh, called enlightenment or, you know, enraptured or whatever sort of phrase you like to term, uh, realization, samadhi, all of these different terms that people have, the Siddic consciousness, as they say in Gene Keys, um, they all pretty much ended up starting their own religions. <laughs> or... Perhaps they did not start them. More so, people, their followers, started these religions. From Christianity to yoga, to a lot of the yogic traditions, to the Sufi traditions, a lot of the realized beings left a huge imprint on the world. And so imagine if we could start to unlock that sort of potential in more and more and more people, what kind of fluorescence or flowering, what kind of major flowering of consciousness 
in both form and internally inside there would be the level of beauty and uh, the level of beauty and love and joy that would be spread through the world would be amazing and so I'm here to highly encourage each person's unique path to synthesize as many paths as you need and to trust your own path so the individuation of consciousness is actually in service of the whole and so to become more individuated is to actually be of greater service and so uh, this is something that people often don't realize that to follow your own path is to be of the greatest service because then you will unlock what's unique inside you that you have to bring forth to give to the world. So I'm going to share a little bit about my own path. Uh, I'm a yoga instructor. Uh, I host authentic relating events. Uh, I've sat with ayahuasca many times. I've spent time in three different ashrams. I've been to a few peyote ceremonies. I've been to Sundance. I did a lot of counseling in my life, uh, both giving and receiving. Um, I'm a semi-professional astrologer. um, And I've read a lot of books and I've had a lot of different teachers. So that's just a little bit about me. I might in the future... uh, I might in the future share more about my story and the path that I'm on. I'm also a father... Uh, uh, and a very committed partner to my current partner, Jules. And uh, I often use my relationship as a place to develop my own growth to become more unconditionally loving uh, in my life. So that's a little bit about me. In the future, I might share more about my story and where I came from and where I'm hoping to go. Uh, if people are interested. Um, Yeah, so I just want to, again, emphasize uh, to people, create ways in your own life that you can uh, have uniqueness and um, to embrace that uniqueness. And so today I'm going to share the first teaching um, is going to be from a gene key. So gene key teachings are uh, teachings that are very powerful, uh, it's a synthetic teaching. Uh, it's just, it, what do I mean by synthetic? Um, is that it's not, not synthetic, syncretic. Sorry, it's synthesized a whole bunch of different teachings into one book. And it's very powerful. So I will often be referencing gene keys throughout my podcasts, as well as other teachings. Um, you know, Swami Shivananda... He created the Yoga of Synthesis. Um, He was a realized being, and he has many disciples around the world, and uh, he's no longer with us, but he did the Yoga Forest Academy where he synthesized many different schools of yoga. Um, And yoga means union with the divine, and so we're going to be synthesizing many different other schools, not just yoga, but other teachings that other people have come up with, and so synthesizing into a another grand synthesis you could say um which is the gene keys the gene keys is a grand synthesis but we're going to be continuing to 
to do that, continuing to synthesize and, and play with all of these teachings to come to a deeper understanding of our own uniqueness and what we have to bring to the world um, and our own inspired divinity. So we're just going to be using all of this as inspiration uh, on our own quests. Uh, so the 14th gene key um, is radiating prosperity. Uh, the 14th gene key is in my profile. I recommend everyone who hasn't looked at their hologenetic profile on gene keys to go ahead and take a look at that. It's genekeys.com. It's an amazing site. You can look at your profile there. The 14th gene key uh, talks about compromise as being a sort of shadow state. So the gene keys uses the language of shadow, gift, and city. Shadow is sort of the from our relative perspective, less re- less desirable state, but from the gene key perspective, you need to dive deeply into that state to truly understand it. And so it's about compromising, compromising our unique individual selves. Um, our school systems have been created uh, as a sort of one-size-fits-all package. It's not really tailored to the individual students. Uh, everyone just kind of gets... Uh, push through like it's a factory and then uh it really is like a factory um and the product is the students at the end of it you know um that's that's the product it's a it's free if it's free if the system is free to you uh then you are the product um in this sort of capitalist economy and so schooling is free we live in this capitalist world and we have free schools so free schools means that the product might actually be the student because the intention of the system is to create workers who work within the system and compromise their own uniqueness and keep their head down and color between the lines um, and do what they're told and tell the line. And so our system as a whole does not encourage creativity know it's the first thing to get caught in funding or things like the arts um and so the 14th gene he talks about how this level of compromise is contagious right we don't follow our inner guides we don't follow our own inner spirit uh, but it's happening more and more with the advent of youtube and all the YouTube stars and podcasts and the internet and blogging and Facebook and people are starting to realize like, no, I can follow my own inner truth and my own inner wisdom and I can do all of that. And so people are starting to break out of this mold and I think with COVID uh, happening and a lot of students not being in school, uh, it's really nice. It's a really nice time for people to Uh, start to understand, like, whoa, they're truly free. Um, And I think people are going to wake up to this very quickly, and the world is about to explode in abundance, explode in creativity, um, and it's going to be happening faster and faster because it's a sort of exponential, an exponential curve, and I can't wait to see uh, what the future holds. And so the 14th gene key, the sort of the gift level is competence. And this is when a person develops confidence in their own inner abilities, in who they are. And so if they develop confidence in who they are, then they can go and be competent in a bunch of different areas. And they can 
be competent in the things that they like. They can do the things that they love, the things that they're drawn to, what they naturally are good at. Um, and this is competence. And with this competence, uh, that brings more abundance for everyone because now people are doing not what they're told, not what they think they should do, not what they have to do, what they're competent at, what they're good at. If somebody is doing what they're good at, it flows forth from them effortlessly with little energy. And then there's so much room for growth and abundance. They can create so much from their own effortless flow. And so that's why I encourage people to find what it is that they're uniquely drawn to, what is effortless for them, um, and and work on that. Um, you know, increase your your skills that you're already good at, you know, focus on what you're good at. And, and this is also kind of, to a degree, parenting advice is really what do you, are your kids drawn to? What are they drawn to? And how can you support their own burgeoning genius? And genius is not just an intellectual capacity, but it's a capacity to follow their own inner guidance. So really, how can you support your children in unlocking their own inner guidance and trusting their decisions and what they're magnetically drawn to? What are they interested in? Not what do you think is important or what do you think that will make them money in our society. None of this. What is the child uniquely drawn to and inspired by and how can you fan that flame? So the 14th gene key is part of the ring of fire, which implies that it needs to be fanned like a flame. So it needs air. So fan that flame uh, in your child and whatever they're sort of uniquely drawn to and it will make a huge impact in the world. So I highly recommend for any parents that are listening to this um, to not put your child in a direction you think that they should go. Point your child in a direction that allows them to develop their own trust and inner confidence because that will be of greatest benefit to them and to the world. It's not about what you think is best for them. It's about building their own confidence so that they can be flexible and dynamic in a flexible and dynamic changing world. The world is not the same as it was when you grew up, and it's not going to be the same when your children grow up. So the world as it is now is going to look very different in 20 years. So the knowledge and wisdom that we have acquired about the systems that have been built is going to be less and less and less relevant. New systems are coming online. New systems will be continue to come online. And so the primary trait that your kids need is their own ability to be flexible and to adapt and to have their own confidence and to trust themselves. And then the sort of Siddic level of the 14th Gene King, the Siddic could be considered the sort of peak flowering of this consciousness of this particular Gene Key is bounteousness. Bounteousness is, as the word sounds, bounty. There's so much abundance. How can there be more abundance for all? So at this sort of civic level, it's no longer even concerned with the individual. It's just, how can we all have so much more abundance? We're all so connected. If there's more abundance for you, there's more abundance for me. If there's more abundance for me, there's more abundance for you. 
so much abundance to go around if we just open up and trust that flow. So this has been the first episode of The Rainbow Way. Thank you for taking this voyage with me. Uh, just to recap, The Rainbow Way is really about the individuation in service of the whole, the individuation of self in service of the whole and the evolution of consciousness. Uh, it must change. Each of our paths must change, our traditions. We must adapt them uh, to the times. We must adapt the teachings. The Dharma is a living Dharma. Uh, so these teachings are living and breathing teachings that will change and grow as we change and grow with them. Uh, so I invite you, my final invitation for you today is to go out and do something unique. Do something that you've never done before and do something that no one else has ever done before. Do something truly unique and creative, something that you feel inspired to do and in bringing this unique expression of divine consciousness into the world, uh, you will be contributing more to the growth and bounty of us all. Thank you so much. Have a lovely and blessed day.